Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Um, you're listening to Vox Poetica's 15 Minutes of Poetry. I'm Anne-Marie Lockhart, and I'm happy to be talking to you today on March 1st. I have with me um, Philip Pope, otherwise known as P.M. Pope, whose book, way, um, wow, wow, <laughs> written all over your Facebook, not writing, written all over your Facebook, has just come out through Unbound Content. Um, welcome. Thank you for joining me, Philip. Hey, thanks for having me. You are outside on a beautiful day right now, which makes me a little yeah. jealous because it's not that beautiful here. <laughs> the birds um, are singing, the planes are passing. And and isn't that poetically inspirational? <laughs> Definitely. Um, would you start off by reading us something from the book, if you have it with you? Okay, and I'm going to read this first piece. It's called Before Sunrise. It's on page 111. Before Sunrise. A textbook overthinker thought for hours and hours. The perfect bites from pure essence to relay from her grandiose tower compounds of scours scripted spidering devices released through cyber info highway. She gathered all the vegetables from all the corners of her town, built a database with AI remote-controlled infrared holograms from the recesses of her toy chest. She pulled a threadbare clown, cross-scripted a channel of Dylan to crank out a few back-masked stereograms. At the end of the night, the whole thing went down. Hey-ho, ha-cha-cha, the whole thing went down, down, down. Now, I think that's a great poem to be reading outside, for starters, I just want to say. (laughs) (laughs) And a really good introduction to the book, which we're going to talk about next. Okay. Um, concept. Tell us a bit about what your concept was and where you got the idea. Because I love this. <laughs> the concept for the poem or the book? For the book. For the book itself. Oh, okay. The uh, concept for the, the book was basically inspired through thinking about um, what the, the ages of poetry and uh, thinking about what, what could this age of poetry leave for the next stage because poetry is built upon poetry, it's built upon songs and different mm-hmm. things and uh, I, I think you know, like when you see everything in this modern world, like where, where does poetry fit in and what would it leave? You know, would it be a nothing sometime in the future? Or, you know, I mean poetry could not be a nothing. So I thought well, the poetry has to come from uh, the communication of the the social masses and the media, you know. So I, I basically uh, started working with a group of friends on Facebook and other social media uh, uh, networks, Twitter and and uh, Blogger, uh, a bunch of the Google people, and um, you know, even some you know, even some YouTube people and different audio things around the net. And I started piecing together these uh, these poems, and I started leaving leaving them around the web. 
in various mm-hmm. places, and, and, and actually using the web as kind of like a large filing cabinet <laughs> for, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for poetry yeah, yeah. And, and art, you know. So I pulled them from my when I and then I finally said, well, you know, this would be a great way to to publish because you have all the people out here, and you have your in- entire filing cabinet out here. So you know, you know, not too much in any one particular place, but this one right. was basically inspired through the the Facebook movement and how big that's gotten. I mean, it's just like. It's gotten so big so fast. Mhm, mhm. Started as one thing and it evolved into something completely different, um, which is useful from where I sit and where you sit. <laughs> Not sure everybody oh, would agree with us, but you know, for our goals, it really works well. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Tell me, you know, this raises a question. I. I have a presence on Twitter. I really need to make better use of that. I find it's, for me, it's not quite as intuitive as Facebook, but um, I, I know i gotta, I got to deal with that, my own, you know, issue there. <laughs> but what I, what I wanted to ask you was, because you use Google+, you use Twitter, you use YouTube, you use Facebook, um, wh- what do you, you, you blog, what, what, is the, what is the different reaction base to your work from each of those tools? What Do you find that Twitter responses are different from Facebook in, in some direct way, or do you find it's pretty similar across the uh, media? Well, I think Twitter is aptly named, I mean, because you can hear the birds. I don't know if you can hear the birds out here where I'm at right now, but <laughs> I they wish just I like could. <laughs> they leave those little blasts, and then they, they fly away, or, or there's another blast that, you know, that, that they hear at the same time, and, I mean, it's like I, I totally think that Twitter is aptly uh, named because, I mean, it's just like you put your blast out there. People who want to hook into it, they they do, you know, mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I can, even, I can even send the Twitter through the Facebook and through the blog, you know, right. if I want to. I mean, you know, it's like right. it's all interconnected in the first place. It's the way that you feel. You know, sometimes you don't feel like that you know, sitting at the desk with that one wax candle and pouring over, <laughs> you know, pen and ink, just like pouring out your heart there. You know, you just want to like put something out that you think is, you know, kind of, wow, that's cool. You know, it's like, let's right. put that out there right now and maybe come back and revisit it later as we we're talking that, that that this is all a work in progress. Uh, now, and- that raises another question for me, and that is, how often do your poems begin um, in one form and then via your use of these these uh, social media tools evolve into something else? How often do you go back and edit based upon uh, responses you may get from Facebook or Twitter or YouTube? Well, okay, to answer that question, I'll, I'll mention one social media device that I do use called the mm-hmm. Loop, which is a which is an Android app, and it's also it's an app out there in the market. And what I've what I've done, I started putting out uh, poems with music, with samples of music on the back of them. And then, like people, I noticed that this crowd, the U Loops crowd, definitely wants to come up and like your stuff, and they definitely want you to come and listen to their stuff. And so it's more of like a sharing thing. And then mm-hmm. they can also resample your song, you know? So, oh, I mean, it's like, I see. And I also put, I, I sometimes post 
those U loops uh, songs onto another feed, and, and in that way, people can see like, well, he is actually taking that poem that he was working on and putting some music thing to it through another social network, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people see that and they respond to it. Uh, it's not that, I mean, to me right now, it's not that, it's it's not the same thing as, as mass media. I mean, it is mass media, but it's not the same thing as, like, pushing for a, a hyper-commercialized media, right. you know? Right. Because it's more it's intimate. Like, it's more intimate. It's definitely more totally. And the people yeah. that you find that that you're you're interacting with the most, those are your people, you know. Right. I mean, right. Yes, that, that's I, I your agree. fan base. That's who you're yeah. playing to. So it's an, a much it's an interesting way to find that audience and that that uh, it's even it's not even so much an audience as much as it's almost a workshop group in some regard. It's more of a sharing thing than a than a you know an anointed kind of a thing too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, now you are working on a thousand things right now. Tell us a little bit about some of the projects you're immersed in at the moment. Well, I'm uh, I'm actually the, my my biggest concern is at the, my my prime motivator from March onward right now. I'm finishing up a video, one video for a contest here in Charlotte. But my my prime motivator is to make videos to coincide with the book written all over your Facebook by PM Pope. Because right. that's something I really want to address is keep that, uh, get that visual edge to the words and to the uh, right. into the into the language. Because the language, I mean, it's like you know, it's like you can read Chaucer. And, and, you know, I mean, the funny writing of the Middle English, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, how are you going to say that, you know, and how did Chaucer <laughs> actually say that when he was just, like, having his coffee and talking at the bar, you know? I mean, how did he say that word, you know? And it's right. like, when you hear that word spoken, I think it takes on a- another dimension even. So in video, you get those that visual dimension and the audio dimension together for the written word. So I really, that's my, my, my prime motivator now is, is putting together about a 20 minute, uh, a video chap book of, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. written all over your face. Book. And, you know, we talked about that from the very beginning of the project. It was one of those things that, um, I thought really worked well with, the book itself, with the concept for the book itself, and with your style of work. Because um, one of the things that you do in videos, a lot of poets, myself included, love the video thing and treat it like it's a standard reading experience. You know, that's the way my mind is geared. So a lot of us do that. But you don't do just that. You know, you actually treat it like a movie. And, you know, that involves different things. Some of the work that I've seen you do in video is um, really storytelling in a, in, a, in a traditional way, although not in a traditional poetry way. Um, and some of it is really subtle cues that this is not a standard reading. You use costume or you use angle and lighting and things like that. Um, and I think that one of the things, one of the interpretations of the work that will be really a, a whole new dimension when that gets out there. It's so separate from the page, but really another layer to it. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing those 
those elements come out in the work when that, when you get that done. Cool. I'm glad. I I can't wait to I can't wait to share it with you. And I can't also the other thing that that's been really large on my mind since the, the publishing of this, and it's always been my my uh, green uh, dream is you know to always have like these books available through. <clears throat> Uh, through uh, electronic format, right? You know, right. for people because I read so much on my uh, tablet right. now. Yep. I mean, most of my reading is done on the tablet, you know. And uh, I mean, beside the magazine, I mean, you know, even now they have currents, Google Currents, and it's like a magazine stand on your tablet. You know, it's, it's like amazing. everything. Yeah. yeah, everything is going into that form for reading. As a matter of fact, uh, one person at, at a school that I uh, go to, uh, he, he said, well, do you have, uh, do you have any, uh, electronic books? And it's like, I'm like, have you ever read a book? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, not, he's a very visual guy, you know, he, he likes <laughs> to look at pictures and I'm like, well, do you, have you ever read a book before? And he's like, yeah, I'd read it if it was electronic, you know, <laughs> and I was like, Okay. Okay, sure. I'll I'll get you an electronic book, man. <laughs> one of the things, you know, and that's one we I have Undone Content has two titles currently available in ebook format. And it's it's one of the things that is on my development side to make all of the titles available that way. One of the problems that I have found is making them making the most of the visual capacity for the for the e-reader concept, and I, that's impossible to do via Smashwords. Uh, just FYI, I cannot get to that. They want everything stripped out, so it's really just bare language, and uh, that works and it's great. But it also is incredibly time-consuming to go back and take the material, strip the formatting out, and then reduce it down. I I, I like some idea of it that it's pure on the other and it's accessible. On the other hand, it has not proven to be the easiest task. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, we're well, working on it. We'll get there. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you mentioning Smashwords to me earlier in this conversation yeah. Yeah. regarding the book. And uh yeah. I'm not quite sure of that that portion of the publishing process to to be honest. Yeah. But um you know yeah. I I leave it in your capable hands. Well, one of the things I've found, you know, from a simplicity standpoint, is just releasing PDF versions of it seems to work just fine. And mm-hmm. you can read those on any reader. And exactly. so, I mean, there is an element to that that I, I'm, I'm thinking might just simply be the best way to go. But, you know, we're we're having this conversation now in, across uh, email and, and, you know, in, in this conversation we're having here, and it, it will answer itself at some point. I'm convinced oh, of that. Oh, yeah. We are a real work in progress, and it's one of the things that I think makes it all vital. And, um, you know, (laughs) one of the things that I really liked about your work is it has that vitality and that in-the-moment sense to it, not not in any way that makes it, you know, a year from now won't be as relevant. It'll be equally as relevant. It'll it'll have evolved again, you know, and that's that's not something – that um, that you find every place. So that's really very fresh about your writing. Well, I appreciate that. That's a compliment to me. Now, we also thought of the tension between writing new work and developing the concepts, you know, for for what we're doing with the old work and how hard that is. So where do you find the time to write new stuff? Huh, that, that is really interesting, yeah, because... 
you know, it's like when you're when you're when you're constantly working and pruning in the garden. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I, I've met so many people online that are uh, doing so many things. Some of the people make me feel like I'm not doing enough, you know. And it's just like, <laughs> I, and I think like, wow, I'm doing like a lot. And there's only so many hours in the day. And right. then it's just like, right. but you know, I mean, that's one of the great things about having um, the this be, living right now in this electronic age is that yeah. you know it's as close to, it's at hand. You know, it's like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have a, a a voice a voice transmitter. You know, you have a microphone, you have a video camera, you have um, you know some way like to type a keyboard that you can type into. You know, always around you within like you know a couple hundred yards. You know, at the most. Mm-hmm. You know? So even in the car, you have your navigational devices that can be streamed directly into your email, you know, and then <laughs> when you, I mean, have you, did you hear that, that, that news story just now that like they're saying like eight of the major content publishers aren't even using humans anymore to, right, uh, that's right. content. they're just using robots, totally oh. like a, a giant spew of things that people have already written and just like the robot just yeah. parses it out. You know, yeah, sends it yeah. to it in a different form. You know, yeah. I mean that, and and I think that at some point there will be there is that question. It's like sometimes, like my mom, you know, <laughs> she's playing a game <laughs> on the computer or something, and she thinks she's actually talking to a person. And I'm like, you know, who you're talking to, mom? And it's like, well, you know, it's like I think you might be talking to a robot, mom. You know. <laughs> And it's one of those things, you know, it's one of those modern things. It's like, you know, sometimes you, you just would know. And I've I've learned this from the audio and from the video. You know, the video is, is being like, uh, it, it's becoming it's, it's becoming so high test that it's also yeah. becoming kind of more plastic and, and easily, yeah. more easily replicated, too. So... You know, there's, there's, That's so there's an interesting observation. We we think of it as so genuine, but it is not necessarily so. Yeah, that I hadn't thought of it that way until you said that. Yeah. So the raw thing, you know, which has always been uh, had had a, a special place in my heart. The raw thing and the even the intentional, you know, putting that intentional typo or mistake or something that just like, you know. That 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 leads right through the plastic, you know. It's just like, mm-hmm. well, the plastic would never replicate this, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> it wouldn't replicate yeah. a mistake, you know. So a mistake could be, you know, a signature, you know. That's a good point, and it, you know, and it is it is part of the markings of uh, human human work, the imprint, right? Exactly. Exactly. We are all out of time. Um, I would oh. like you to close with another poem from the book, if you will. I will. I've got one here. Uh, that's pretty. It's, it's really, fairly uh, short. <laughs> okay. It's called uh, "Hello World." Hello world. Did my programming cause you some sort of coughing jag? Please don't mind the person writing in the silhouettes of dusk. It's only work if you get paid for it. Give my regards to Sin City, 
Vampire Town, Zombieville, and all points out there in the dark edge of the world with the telemetry backbeat echoing long, frosty, mechanical echoes. <laughs> and I think that's the perfect poem to close with. Uh, one of the things I want to say about this collection, for anyone who's not familiar with Philip's writing, um, it's very playful. There's a lot of wordplay in it. There's a lot of humor in it. There's a lot of positivity in it. It is not a depressing collection at all. It's very uplifting. Um, it's it's about, you know, I I'm, well, it's about so many things. But one of the things that I get from his work is a strong sense of, aren't we great and lucky to be living in this particular time? And you just said that statement a few minutes ago. And I think that's very reflective in your work. Um, and then not to not to... Not to make you sound like you're not talking about profound things, too. There are some weighty pieces in there as well. But they're not, um, there's nothing in the book that you walk away from feeling like, oh, my God, we're, we're doomed. There is no sense of that <laughs> in your writing. And I like that. You know, I really like that because I can read your poems at any point in time, and, you know, my day feels a little bit easier because it's fun now, you know, and I, I think that's an, a good a good thing to put in a book, um, particularly when some of what you're talking about is serious. I like that. Um, cool. So I recommend uh, Written All Over Your Facebook and Philip's other work, which you can find by Googling his name, P.M. Pope. Um, I recommend you read that and get familiar with it because it is really interesting and original, creative, and multi-layered, and I think you all like it. Um, so what are you going to do for the rest of your day, Philip? Well, I'm going to uh, finish my coffee, and uh, then I have to uh, maybe take a – shoot a little more film. Yeah, mm -hmm. shoot a little more film. Mm -hmm. and, it sounds uh, like you have the right day for it. It's beautiful, right? Uh, definitely, but the thing is, I, I mean, it, this, is one, this is also a problem when you shoot in the gray, and then the next day is sunny blue. You know, it's like <laughs> it's, it's continuity issues. <laughs> but hey, I'll deal with it. <laughs> well, good luck with that. I can't wait to see some of these new film projects. Uh, that we're all looking forward to that. Thank cool, you yeah, so I much have a new for film taking called, time. Uh, Tire yeah. Swing coming out. Awesome. Right now. Will we be able to find information about that on your Facebook? Yeah, I'll definitely post something on Facebook uh, regarding the Tire Swing. Uh, it's a, it, it'll be a very short film, and I'm doing it for Inspire Charlotte uh, a Film uh, Festival contest, whatever it is. So very cool. It, you know, and it's a little, it's a, it's a very short film. You know, not too complicated at all. Well, we're looking forward to hearing more about it. You can find PM Pope Philip Pope on Facebook. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on Google Plus. You can Google him and find all these ways to, to access his work. So I recommend everybody does that. Thank you again for taking part in your content. You can definitely find him at Unbound Content. And you'll be finding him via more channels at Unbound Content, too. So you'll look for him on YouTube. It'll all be there. Thank you so much, Philip. Have a great day. Thank you. So long. And I'll be back next week with more fun poetry for you all to listen to. Thank you for listening. You all have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>